Hello, and welcome to Peds' Game Shack. I'm Peds, and with me today is Cumberdanes. Good evening. And uh, this is the very first episode. We're going to be talking about recently played, some news, and lastly, uh, a specific game that was chosen for this episode. So, uh, Cumberdanes, why don't you start us off with what you have played recently? Yeah, of course. Um, recently, I've been revisiting Mass Effect via Game Pass or on the Series S. It's a, it's a game I played a heck of a lot back on 360. Probably played through it five or six times, maybe, in, in over the course of like a, a year or two. But then, haven't played it in close to a decade it's been really cool going back to it yeah are you when you say you play the trilogy what one you want now are you on the first mass effect or yeah i'm still on mass effect one i haven't played it anymore since the other day well i'm up i'm up to the second of the of the three main story areas you get near the start okay that's cool um what made you want to revisit after so long I'm not sure. I know we were. I mentioned playing Dragon Age again on on a stream with you recently. Yeah, and I think that's that's kind of put the idea in my head. Is like, cause, and I, and I, I never finished the third game in either series. And I think that's part of it. I, I want to go back and get them all done. Nah, that's fair enough. Um, how are you finding uh, Mass Effect then? Because obviously, playing the remastered version. How does it compare to your memories, at least, of the original Mass Effect? It's like it's a, a massive nostalgia trip. It's like because it's a game that I'm, I'm quite familiar with, but like it's play, I mean, when you're playing the missions, you're like, oh yeah, I remember this bit, and then oh yeah, there, there's that guy. It's really, it's it's really cool in, in that respect. Yeah, like when, uh, you, like, when you, like when you do little side quests, like the bit with like. Um, the Hanar, who um, who who's like a preacher, and he's like he's not allowed to preach in the in, in the presidium, and like you've got to try and decide who you want to side with, either the Hanar guy or the guard who's trying to arrest him, and it's like it's all about like p persuasion, and that, that, that's the thing I really like, and how you can avoid a lot of like unnecessary conflict through persuasion. Yeah. Uh, Hanar are the ones that are like, hello, mildly amused. So no, those ones? El no, that's Elko. The Elko, is it? Hanara, they're the jellyfish-looking ones. Who they always ah, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they always call themselves this one. Yeah. Yeah. They, 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 they only talk in the first person, like, among close friends and relatives. When, whenever they talk to anyone they don't really know, they always refer to themselves in the third person. And they're overly polite. It's, it's in their nature <laughs> to be, like, really, really polite all the time. Uh -huh. I got mixed up with the different ones, uh, the Elcor I was thinking of, because they, yeah, they are also... guys, with like no emotions, <laughs> <laughs> like genuine enthusiasm. It's <laughs> only <laughs> like fucking EO. <laughs> Slightly depressed. <laughs> yeah, the, yeah. Cause as well with the Elcor, you got like, when you're in the lift, you got like, sometimes you get little news bulletins, like based on what missions you've done. I think I think you actually pick missions up from news bulletins in the lift as well. But occasionally you get like adverts, and one of the adverts is like for for a theatre company putting on like an Elcor version of Macbeth. <laughs> I can't remember that. That sounds awesome. Uh, that that must be ah. Uh, I I need to see a full play of of that because I think it'd be really funny to watch at least for yeah. five minutes or so, and then you'd probably be like, oh, this is getting irritated now. <laughs> yeah uh, the, uh, I, we were talking about this uh, Mass Effect the other day and you were saying like the combat has been improved to be more in line with the second and third game because yes. like it was quite janky like I, Mass Effect 1 I really enjoyed like story wise and stuff but gameplay was a little bit wonky so yeah, you're right. The, the the kind of combat in the in the original version was a was a bit wonky. It, it you can play it more like a, a proper cover shooter. It's um it's they've made it easier to get in and out of cover. Yeah, um, I think the the map melee is like now a button press. I think in the original it was just 
it was an automatic thing. Ah. Like when you, I think it was like when you were close enough to an enemy, it would sometimes do a melee attack. Yeah. Like they've, they've improved that. It just yeah, it just feels a lot nicer to play. You, you can play it like like I say, more like say two or three, where it's it's more of a proper cover shooter. Yeah, that's cool. Um, but like you said, you can avoid a lot of conflict with you can but I'll, 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 choices. I'll, I've been reading on like. Because I was saying to the other day, they've, they've rebalanced the the leveling system in it. In the original version, to hit the max level, it was meant to be done over two playthroughs. But again, to bring it in line with two and three, you can now get to the highest level across one playthrough. But apparently, through talking your way out of a lot of stuff, reducing the number of fights that you have, you miss out on a bunch of experience. Apparently, ah, uh, right. So I don't know if you, if you can still get to the highest level doing that. So that'll be interesting to find out. Because I think, I think I'm currently in the high teens, I think level 18, 19 maybe. And, and what was the max level? 30. It, uh, it, in the original it was 60. Ah, right. Fair enough. <laughs> They've uh, cut, cut the levels in half. Kind of. There's two modes. There's like classic mode. And, and remastered mode in like in the classic mode you can still have the level cap be 60 but like you, you still need the same xp to get to level 60 as you would to get a level 30 in the remastered mode just you level up more often that's in in the remastered weird. mode you let you level up less often but it, requ it requires the same xp to get to, to like i say to get to the max but you get more skill points every level so say on classic mode you might like you, you level up because you level up more often you might get like two skill points per level yeah for, for shepherd and then one for everybody else on the remastered mode you get like i think it's six points per level for shepherd and four for everyone else and then i think it reduces down to four for shepherd and two for everyone else part way through yeah no that makes sense yeah. So it, it just it's so it's kind of the same but different almost. Yeah, no, it, it it's strange. It seems it seems a bit not pointless, but like an odd decision to make because you're still getting the same. You still need the same amount of experience to hit max level. Like, why have the two modes? I, I don't yeah, know. It, it is a bit odd. I think it's just because I think. Again, it just brings it in line with two and three, where the max level was thirty. But then yeah. they've included you can still go to level sixty if like people who want to play it the, the way it was. Yeah, that that makes sense. But again, uh, you can still kind of hit the max level across one playthrough rather than two. And in line with that, they've they've changed the the uh, the achievement list because like the achievement list in the original was bit was built around multiple playthroughs because there was like a series of achievements, say called. Um, the the Quarian ally, the 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 Krogan ally, the Turian ally for playing yeah. the majority of the game with particular party members. So it, it that would encourage you to like to really stick with with one party and um, play throughout the whole game. In in the remaster version, it does have those same achievements, but you've only got to do five missions with each party member. So it, I think it encourages more more experimentation, a bit more party rotation, which is quite interesting. Yeah, so I'm guessing you've normally stuck with the same parties of it, and in this one now you're actually mixing it up a bit because you have to for the if you want the achievements. Like, yes, I'm, I'm, I've kind of settled on a party now. Though my main party now is um, is Shepard, uh, Liara, and Tali, just because Tali's really good for the the hack the hacking and stuff on terminals to get like more loot and stuff. Yeah, I mean I've got a few characters that can do that because. Uh, Caden can do it as well. He's got really high ha hacking and uh, electronics or whatever. It's called decryption. That's the one. Really high decryption. But I just I like I like having Tally in the pie. I, I think she's fun. Yeah, yeah. I played through Mass Effect one, two, and three with Tally in the party. I believe. I think anyway. I definitely did with two and three, but I think I did with one. I, I, I really like the Quarians as a race and in general. Mm. I kind of like how they're like like ostracized by society because of creating the geth basically and like having them as slaves yeah they, they are kind of assholes 
in, 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 in one regard. I can yeah. see why people don't like them, but like they just try so hard to be liked. Yeah, Marians are a a race in which uh, things needed to change. <laughs> Which uh, they seem to like be quite um, unhappy with the past, really, don't they? Yeah, I mean, they're not they're not proud of it, which is which is what stands to reason, really. You know, they, they created a race of slaves who rebelled. Mm. But that that leads in quite well into Mass Effect Two, though, with um, when you find out that like Geth don't actually worship Reapers. Yeah. It's only like a weird splinter faction that do the real Geth, which um, Legion is like a like quote real Geth, just want to be left alone. Yeah, they just want to like they just want to live in peace and like not bother anyone. That's why they stay in the the the, um, the per- is it called the Perseus Vale? Yeah, like they they just Think stay so. beyond the Perseus Vale and, and just want to be left alone. And like the ones that the the kind of enemies in Mass Effect One. Are like just a weird rebel faction that don't actually represent um, Geth as a whole. They're, they're almost like sort of like uh, like fundamentalists or something. Like like well, like sort of ter- like terrorists almost. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I completely care that. It's uh, it's like a it, I say a small amount of Geth, but you fight a lot of Geth. <laughs> yeah, you do fight a heck of a lot of Geth. <laughs> So it's like a small fraction of um, but a massive amount in general. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, I I really enjoyed the Mass Effect games, and it'd be cool uh, for you to keep us updated on it when you're on next. You can tell us more about Mass Effect Two, hopefully. I might even play Andromeda. Well, I played Andromeda. I didn't finish Andromeda, and um, from what I played of it, it was alright gameplay wise. It was just a bit. Oh, it, it just, I don't think it quite gelled as well as the, other, as the previous three. There was, I just didn't get into her as much. I don't yeah. know why. Maybe it's because it's like new characters and all that sort of stuff. So it just didn't uh, get into her as much. But to be honest, it wasn't like a bad game. It was, uh, it was janky, like. But I'm assuming a lot of that's been fixed. It wasn't as janky for me as it was for other people when I played it. So I remember a lot of the memes, like the. the- the faces and it looking weird or something. Yeah, I remember that being a thing for a while. There was that, yeah. that, the girl with the weird with the weird smile. Yeah, so it that, was. That, that, that'll be fun. I've <laughs> <laughs> heard like like the gameplay and it's pretty good. Like it's like quite like very action based. Yeah, and, and I've heard it's, it's it's a lot lighter in tone as well. A little bit more light hearted. Yeah, I can't remember. Can't remember the tone of the game, but I just remember it being all right. Like, but. Uh... Because, like, yeah, because the tone of Mass Effect is like it's, it's quite grim a lot of the time. It's like the the world's ending all the time. Yeah, the uni- the, the galaxy is being fucking destroyed by the Reapers. Yeah, yeah. that's fair enough. Um, but yeah, like no, I said, I that, I'll probably be getting maybe getting back to Dragon Age. I've, I've, I've got to buy all the DLC though, because that's the thing. That's the thing with Game Pass. It doesn't include DLC. No, it doesn't. Because I've I've got all the Dragon Age DLC on um on PS3. Ah, uh, PS3 doesn't have Game Pass. <laughs> <laughs> that sucks, man. I think the only, the only I've, I've played through Dragon Age One on 360 originally anyway, but um the only DLC I've got is um the one that came with it, uh, Stone Prisoner. Where, I have where, no uh, idea. You, you get a party member called Shale. He's a but I think I think technically she's she's a she. It's um it's a golem. All right. Like in, it's it's quite funny in the story when you when you meet them because um it doesn't have like that has some sort of magic item that makes golems move and someone's removed shells. Like the whole quest is you've got to find the key to get it moving again. But um it's just like stood in like a like a statue and it, it's it, it's 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 alive and fully aware of its of its surroundings and it's it's sick of getting shit on by pigeons. <laughs> That's cool. Uh, I I never finished the the first Dragon Age, but you know. And, and Shale's really snarky, if memory serves. It's, it's like I can't keep saying it because it's a golem, but she I'm, I'm pretty sure it's it's meant to be female. Has a, has a really snarky sense of humor. 
Nice. It's always sort of like cracking wise and like really sarcastic. It's it, it, it's a great character. I, I I'd have to play it to find out then. At some like point, it got it got a lot of DLC. A lot of the DLC for it's not actually available anymore. No. The main ones are like the kind of ones that are actually story based, but um, it, there was a there was a like a Facebook game. Oh, I have no of, idea. Uh, of, of uh, Dragon Age, and that it tied into that, and uh, the, you unlocked certain items in that game. They would then then they would unlock in the main game as well, but like then none of those were available anymore. Even though I've like previously downloaded them, they're just not available to download. Ah, that's the, the, the only bit of weird DLC like that that is available still is there was a tie-in with Dead Space. Yeah, yeah. There's a, there's a suit of armor in in Dead Space. So if if you link the two games together, I think you get a suit of armor for Dragon Age based on. On on a, on Dead Space, it's like got a dragon in it on it in blood, right? And then you unlocked something in in Dead Space as well, like an extra costume, if memory serves. They did something similar with um, Mass Effect Two and Kingdoms of Amalur, where like you unlocked some Mass Effect Two themed gear in Kingdoms of Amalur if you played them both. Oh, that's mad! I didn't know that. So not only did the saves from the like the game carry forward to the next one, they actually interacted with other games, which I thought was really cool. Yeah, that is cool. I didn't even know about it to be honest, though. Isn't that Kingdoms of um, uh, whatever it's called, uh, re-release called the Re-Reckoning or something? Yes, that's a very good game, actually. Kingdoms of Amalur, very underrated. Yeah. Yeah, and, um, I think it, the the original version, like. Uh, kind of broke the company that made it. I think it might have been their first game, if memory serves. Shit. And no, nobody bought it, and it killed the company. <laughs> oh, fucking hell. That sucks. But it's, yeah. it's really good. It's, it's, it's very big as well. Like it, it kind of doesn't feel like it at first, but then like you look at the map and you're like, Christ, that, that, that's, a, that's a big map. Yeah. It had a... Had a really clever gameplay mechanic, if memory serves, where um, a little bit like um, Xenoblade, you know how how Shulk gets these little visions in battle sometimes. Yeah. Of like what's going to come next. Mm -hmm. A little bit like that, like your character, it was like, I think he was called a Fate Weaver or something, or he can like he can see the fate of of certain characters, so you would get little visions of like possible futures. And then you could you could use them to like help decide like what decisions you would make down the line. Oh, that's cool. A little bit like um, what's that TV show? Everybody loves Raven. Which well, I think that was kind of like the gimmick in that. She would have little visions of the future, but she would always misinterpret them. Oh, I know what you're on, but that's all Raven. Yeah, that's all Raven. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I was like, when yeah, you said yeah, everybody, yeah. I thought you were wrong, but everyone loves Raymond, then. Raymond. Yeah, sorry, yeah, that's all Raven, sorry, yes. That's yeah, she, she would have, like, little visions of the future, but she would always misinterpret them, and, like, hilarity ensues, sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like, you, like, like when, when you interact with certain characters, your guy has, like, ah, oh, I'm getting a vision. And, and you'll, you'll, you'll sort of see events that may or may not happen in future. That's fun. Yeah, sounds it. I'll have to check it out. Maybe I think it might be on the. Uh, I don't know. It might, I, I think I the original was published by EA, so that technically should be on Game Pass, but it's not because I guess they don't own the rights to it anymore. Yeah, I have no clue. It's kind of one of the notable things that's missing from uh, from EA's section on Game Pass, among the, along with a few other key titles. Because EA were really good that uh, on, on the Xbox 360 and PS3 generation. They released a lot of good games. Yeah, they, yeah, you're weird, man. They like released these like really janky, wonky, but not even janky. Well, they just released the same. Well, they like, some of them are, but uh, they release these games over and over again every year, or they release like certain franchises repeatedly, and then oh, sometimes they have these really cool 
games, like one or two of them, and then they'll shut the company down <laughs> because yeah. they didn't do good enough. It's it's annoying, but yeah, yeah it's a shame. That generation, they did, they did a lot of really good stuff, like um, like Alice Madness Returns, um, Shadows of the Damned, uh, the Kingdoms of Amalur, uh, the, the the Saboteur, the the, and then all the stuff that um, Visceral did. So like, uh, what is it? Dante's Inferno and, and Dead Space. Hmm. Exactly. And, and they, yeah, then, then, then they closed them down. It's like, really? Dead Space is coming back, though. It is. It's, like, it's got like a remake, isn't it? Mm-hmm. And is that, 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 that other game that kind of looks the same? What's, 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 it, what's it called again? Um, is it something Protocol or? Uh, yeah. Cal- Cal- Callisto Protocol? That's the one, yeah. Yeah, I'd think then it's Callisto Protocol. I think. I was gonna say Alpha Protocol, but that's that's a game by uh, Obsidian. Yeah, that's like an RPG, you know. Yeah, very a very good RPG actually. I played it. Maybe I will someday. Such so much. There's just <laughs> too many games. You know what I mean? That is true. Yeah, I, I, I mentioned that on my on my stream yesterday actually because like, it came up in conversation like that it somehow where uh, but it. It really felt like what decisions you made throughout the game actually did impact like the story later on. That's cool. I think the example I use in, in the very first mission, you've um, you, you the end of the of the of the, of the mission, you 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 fight you fight an arms dealer, and then like you get a choice of what what, what to do. You can, you can kill him, or or you can like bring him in or get him on your on on your side. So that if you, if you actually convince him to join you, he provides you with equipment. Yeah, that's cool. Whereas if you if you kill him, you obviously miss out on that. Yeah. Sounds Plus interesting. Said, unlike a lot of like games like that, let's say you can have like you no know, a lot of RPGs have like the romance option these days. Yeah. And you kind of you, a lot of the time you're locked into really one person. Your guy that you play as in. Alpha Protocol, he's, he's, just, he's just a top shagger, basically. He, <laughs> he, he just shags everything that moves. Dude, you can, bastard. Basically, if you, if, you can, if you meet a female character, there's a chance you can cop off with them in it. Shit. <laughs> he's just a randy bugger, basically. It's fair enough. Doesn't wrong with that. Some people are randy. You know what I mean? We're going to move on to the next section now, then, which is going to be news. Um, I wanted to talk about... Uh, is it Ron Gilbert? Yeah, Ron Gilbert. He is bringing back Monkey Island with uh, Return to Monkey Island, I think it's called. And after the recent uh, E3-like events where it was shown he was getting a lot of uh i would say negative feedback but it was more than that he was getting like really nasty comments and things and he said then that like he's gonna stop sharing information on social media and and the internet because they're just making things like not fun kind of thing and he's been receiving death threats. Uh, I, I saw someone saying, don't know if it's true, that he was getting dick pics sent to him uh, and wow. stuff like that. And I just can't understand. Yeah, I was wondering what that was about because um, I've not actually seen this, but um, I was on Twitter this morning. I seen uh, I seen Paul Gannon tweeting about it. And um, he said he, he was like sort of like, making it sound a bit like the, 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 the backlash against Wind Waker. I don't remember the backlash against Wind Waker myself because I, when I saw Wind Waker, I, enjoyed, I remember it being a bit of an uproar uh, about the visual design of it because people didn't like the cartoonist. But like, you know, this guy is bringing back a franchise that hasn't been around for a good while. He's, he's one of the he's one of the original co-creators of Monkey Island, yeah. and because it doesn't look to everyone's tastes. He's getting death threats, 
possibly dick pics and loads of other stuff and he's just like no nah, I'm, I'm off the net for, for this kind of thing you'll just get updates when you get them kind of thing but i could completely understand that why would you want to put yourself in the position where you're getting this kind of abuse from people yeah. and it just shows how entitled people are instead of just saying oh yeah it doesn't look like my cup of tea i'll leave her i'll uh probably give her a miss it's like nah dude i don't like the lucky game it's the worst thing ever i'm gonna kill you <laughs> so what is it is it like the art style has been changed or something I've, I've not actually seen much of this though all i say all i really know is that tweet from paul cannon yeah well i i rem i think the return to monkey island we did i think it was me and you when we were talking about it on the xbox showcase i think it was shown then oh yes it was so i think the art style is different so people don't like it well, some people don't, some people do. And like, one of the things uh, he said was like, if you don't like it, that's fine. You know, you can just say you don't like it. You, you don't have to be abusive. Yeah. But it's, it's, it's made him and his team, I believe, want to not bother with like posting updates and information on the internet. So I think they're just like gone. Wow. And there's... <laughs> I don't like... I like... I, I'm a gamer, as they say, you know. Uh, but... I don't understand this weird toxic mentality that people have and like massive entitlement of this isn't the way I want it. You need to change it like right now. And uh, instead of being like, oh, we'll just play it. I remember like Bloodstained, uh, Ritual of the Night. Uh, that had a, a bit of like, I didn't even realize. I was like, oh, this looks good. Like I backed her and everything. And I thought yeah. it looked good. But they had a backlash about it not looking good, so they like completely updated the graphics, and that's why it yeah, looks the way it does now. But I, I still, I still think that's quite an ugly looking game in places. The character models aren't very good. But the thing is, is I was fine with it. Like I, in the original state, I was perfectly fine with it. But then you have people doing the same thing there. I, I think yeah. I, I, I can understand criticism, but when it goes into like m like major abuse of a person to death threats it just it's just over the it's more than over the top it's fucking ridiculous yeah that, that's really really not on like just get over it like it's fucking game grow, grow up it's just a it's just yeah it's, it's just a video game grow up exactly it's, if it's, it's not for you don't play it exactly don't like uh, rain on everybody's parade like let, yeah. let, the, let the people that want to play it play it and just leave it just just shut up yeah like Forget I, about I, it. I can understand people saying oh look like literally just go i don't like the look of the game but i think what people are doing is shitting on everyone else who wants it yeah. <laughs> as well as like the creators and and, and everything and it's it's ridiculous garen man and it seems to be like really constant now with it happening. It's happening all over the fucking shop. Wow. Like so many game uh, developers are getting shit like. For, yeah, um. That, that, that sucks. From awful people. What I get. Like, I get... Well, the, 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 the reaction threads to like. I think we, we mentioned this when we've done live reaction stuff where you see like the reaction threads to like these, these game shows and it's like everyone's just really negative. Yeah, yeah, it's just change, change the record. Yeah, change like, the record. I've said myself, like, oh, you know, like, say, uh, a Nintendo Direct. I'm like, yeah, there's nothing there that really was for me, but there was some good looking stuff there for other people. And most people are just like, yeah, shit. And it's like, well, no, it wasn't shit. It just wasn't to your tastes. Yeah, just because you don't like it doesn't mean it's shit. Yeah. Like, I, I don't like getting back to EA. I don't like a lot of EA's output. Like, you know, I don't play FIFA. I don't play Madden, NFL, and all that. NHL, rather. Like, I don't play any of that sort of stuff. But I wouldn't say it's shit. No, it's just like, not for you. They're, like... they're, they're well made games. It's just, it's not my bag. I wouldn't, I wouldn't like shit on anyone else for liking it. Except for Java. Apart from maybe those people who only play FIFA, and they'll, they'll, they'll buy a brand new console just to play FIFA, which I, I know a couple of people like that, and it, it really, really winds me up for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> like, why, why, why have you spent like four or five hundred pound on a new console just to play FIFA on it? Yeah, it, it seems, seems like, a bit it excessive. Seems, it just seems like a silly waste of money. It does, it does. But uh, I, I know people like that who like only <laughs> play FIFA, and it's like, oh, God. I don't. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> Most people I know, if they play games, they play a variety of games. But I um, a colleague of mine, um, like, kicked his 360 out of like an, an upstairs window after losing on FIFA. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> he literally kicked yeah, the console out the window, like. Yeah, he like sort of just like picked it up, like just kind of dropped it and just volleyed it out the window. Oh my god! Why would you do that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 like a really bad losing streak on FIFA and threw it through a wobbler. Yeah, like game, that is that is messed a, up, man. Just, just a game, like I can get, I, I did get, Garen and I like sometimes I'm playing the game and I'm like, Argh! but I'm not gonna break or my shit or kick it out of a window or yeah, anything because yeah, like bro- I'd never broke a console. I, I, did I have I, a, a PS3 pad that had teeth marks in it. <laughs> Where you uh, picked I'm, it from rage? Yeah, yeah, I lost my temper, and I can't remember what game it was. It was so long ago, and oh, that's a yeah, shame. Bit, bit one of the one of the kind of the, the prongs on the side. <laughs> there was like there was very distinct teeth marks in it. <laughs> Still, Souls, to be fair, yeah, it could have been Demon Souls, maybe. Who's PS3 pad? Maybe. Bloody oh, games. <laughs> Yeah, my my point is is people need to get a fucking life and let people get on with things. If you don't like it and you want to comment, comment. Just say like, yeah, I don't like the look of the game. Not for me. Or or something along those lines. Criticise the game in in a, you know, a a decent way. Don't be an arsehole. Yeah, I think we need more, the world in general, I think, could do with more constructive criticism. Like, don't don't be a dick. Yeah, that's that's the so basic way to say, say what you think about it, but don't be a dick about it. Exactly. You now, other people are going to enjoy things that you don't enjoy. Deal with it. <laughs> yeah, just uh, don't don't ruin it for those that do. Exactly. Like, or, that, or that do want to enjoy a product, like don't don't ruin it for them. And don't just don't tra- treat treat the creators with just a, a modicum of respect. Yeah. Exactly. No, just, should... that, that's just it's just be it's just general like just don't be a nice person exactly like, you, you don't have to like everything but you, at the same time you don't have to be an arsehole about it and give like give the creators shit exactly just you know i can end like i get like people being up in arms about like certain things in companies like treating their staff like shit or yeah. uh predatory things that I can understand a massive uproar against, but just because you don't like the look of a game, what the fuck is wrong with you? Yeah, that's just, it doesn't doesn't make sense to me at all. That sort of thing. It, like I said, it's just entitlement. No, it, it is. Yeah, yeah, people. I think yeah, people just seem to think the the, the companies owe them something. It's like they owe you nothing. At the end of the day, they're just trying to make money. Yeah. They, they, yeah. they don't owe you a thing. I mean, the, the argument on that, if it was, say it was something that was kickstarted and you had put money in, then you could make, perhaps make the argument that, yes, maybe they do owe you something because you, you have, like, helped fund that, that particular product. Yeah. So, they do, they, in, in that respect, you could say, yes, well, they, they do owe you something. But other than that, no, the company doesn't owe you a thing. Yeah, but even with Kickstarter, usually there's, like, a, a preview of what the game or, or product yeah. will be. So you kind of have you, like a, an inkling of what you're getting anyway. Yeah, so you're paying yeah. for the product that you know you, you're getting a rough idea of. Yeah. So like, but it does actually, you are actually warned on Kickstarter. Like, you know, this is at your own risk because if a company doesn't follow through, end up screwing up, then you've lost your money. Like, so it yeah. is a bit of a risk, but like all the stuff I've Kickstarter, uh, put money behind on Kickstarter have all come to fruition. So, yeah, I mean, I've never actually used Kickstarter. I came close to backing um, Mighty Number no. Nine, <laughs> <laughs> yes. kind of, which I'm kind of glad I didn't know because it turned out to be shit. Didn't Jasmine back that? I think he did. Yes. Uh, uh, the the most recent thing I think I backed is uh, Digitizer Level Two. I think it's called. Uh, I don't, I don't even think I ever finished a, like a single level of uh, of Mighty Number no. Nine. It just felt also joyless. Yeah, 
I agree. It, it, uh, it was like it was like someone took Mega Man and just like removed all the fun. Yeah. Yeah. I that's what I think of Mega Man X Six. <laughs> I've not played it. I can't, I can't really comment. I need to stop yeah. playing Mega Man games again, actually, because I never finished four for some reason. I've got, I've got all the collections, I think, on um on PS4, and I was I was going through them. Like I finally beat Mega Man three after being stuck on it for ages. It's always worth revisiting. Maybe stream them if you want. Compete with me I, and Jeff. I, I think I think I did stream Mega Man one once. There's, there's a clip of me streaming it where I'm I'm, I'm fighting um Yellow Devil. <laughs> oh yeah, I cheated. Oh yeah, that's, uh, the first time I beat it on stream, I I used the pause glitch, man. I was like, ha 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 ha! Screw you, yellow devil. <laughs> yeah, I'm not, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm like, no way, I'm fighting it legitimately. Bugger that. Yeah, I did try yeah, a few times legitimately, and then I just gave up. There's a boss in a. I know you, you missed it when I played Castle of Illusion. There's a there's basically that's got the yellow devil in it. It's a bar of chocolate. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think it's like the fourth, third or fourth boss. Oh, that's cool. And you, you, you fight, it's basically the same as the other devil. Like, it, like it, it'll, it just fires like chunks of chocolate across the screen and then like reassembles itself. That's cool. But you yeah, can, like, but it's quite easy, easy to fight once you tweak what you're meant to do because you can like, before it starts shooting its chocolate at you, you can like go behind it and where, where you're safe. So it's like it's kind of easier to fight. Ah. Uh... Cheat then. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Why not? It's a Capcom game as well, isn't it, Mickey? Mouse no. Castle of Illusion. No, it's, uh, it's Sega. All oh, right, I thought it was Capcom. What am I thinking of, Van? You're probably thinking of a um, Magical Quest series. Yeah, that's, maybe. That's, Cap- that, that's Capcom. That was mostly on the snares. I think one of them got a Mega Drive port, the second one. Ah, right. That's probably what yeah, I'm thinking of, think, yeah. Yeah, because the, 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 the licensing on Disney games was, was weird back then. Because, like, different regions had, like, different licenses. Like, um, there's a... On, on the NES, there's a, there's a Snoopy sports game. It It's actually meant to be Disney. But because Capcom had the Disney license in America, they had to, like, rebrand this Snoopy... This uh, this Disney game as Snoopy for the, for the Western market. Ah, oh, that's mad. It, it, it's happened quite a lot, you know. Like, there's that um, Garfield game so. on GBA and a uh, Game Boy, yeah, you know? Garfield, the whole, Ghostbusters, that whole, that whole series, um, the, the the Crazy Castle series. Yeah, they they, they they used to repackage them a lot, like um, the one on the NES. In um in America, it's Bugs Bunny, and I think in Japan, it's it's Roger Rabbit. <laughs> and then, of course, the NES got its own weird Roger Rabbit game by Rare. Yeah. Which, which is. Oh, I know. Pretty, yeah. Pretty, pretty poor game, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's yeah, meant to be those, pretty bad. Yeah, most of those like games, like those famous games that people shit on on uh, on NES, that the really kind of bad ones, the the ball published by LJN, like most of them are made by Rare. Do you think it was a case of Ray just um, not basically doing the cash grab? Like they yeah, uh, under their own just, name, just did, uh, like under their own name, they put out like quality titles, generally speaking. But under yeah. other people's names, it's like eh, let's just get something out. <laughs> yeah, it's, probably, it's just a payday. Like because Rare also made that um, a Nightmare on Elm Street game, which from what I gather isn't actually that bad a game. It's just doesn't really fit Nightmare on Elm Street. Hmm. I've heard that it's better in four-player as well, because I think it's four-player. It is, yeah. It's a four-player co-op, which is weird for the NES. Yeah, because yeah. they also made, they made, like, Beetlejuice as well. Oh, I don't a, know. Which is, which is, like, notoriously bad. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, it's just a bit bit of pay and a, you know, payday. Yeah, I think but it was just a few of them. Unfortunately, it's like the, in that respect, it's the consumers who suffer, like because they are paying like fifty quid or whatever it was for a game back then. I can't remember because I never used to buy them. My parents did at that age. 
yeah. For 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 us, it was like you know our parents would buy us like a game for fifty quid, and then we'd be stuck with this one game for months on end, right? Trying to enjoy it just because we wouldn't have any other games. Yeah, I remember that. You'd be, like, you'd be more inclined to like to stick with a bad game because like it costs like, so much money. Yeah, I remember Bart versus the Space Mutants. Oh, the time I put into that, and I don't I think I ever finished you- the second level. I used to really like Bot vs. the Space Mutants. I had the um, the Atari ST version. Uh, the I, played that, I played that to death. Like, I, I, I was convinced it wasn't beatable though, because like, I got to the fi- I could get to the final level because there's only five levels. Hmm. Like, I could get to the final level, but I could just never finish it. <laughs> Typical. I, I, I was convinced it couldn't be beat, but I, I, I have since finished the, the Mega Drive version. Well, I know what I'm going to be requesting for your stream next. Mwah-ha-ha-ha-ha. I'm going to specifically request the NES version because that's what I had when I was a child. <laughs> yeah, the NES version is really weird. Like, um, the, 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 there's that thing where you can call, use the payphone to call Mo, and he, he comes out of the Mo's tavern and you can spray paint his apron. But like, yeah. in the NES version, it's just not Mo at all. <laughs> it's it's just a generic NPC that looks nothing like Mo. <laughs> At least in the 16-bit versions, it's quite clearly more. Yeah, well, this uh, NES high-resolution graphics, they're not as high-resolution as 16-bit <laughs> ones. <laughs> speaking of NES, speaking of the NES, we should move on to our next segment. Uh, we which is, um, I, I don't know, I haven't given anything a title, I just say what comes to mind. But we'll move on to the next section where we'll talk about a game that we've both played recently that was picked specifically for this podcast. And that is a game called Infernax. You were the one who actually, uh, when we were talking about what to play, you were the one who mentioned Infernax, because I hadn't heard of it. And it appears it came out in like February of this year, I think. Yeah, it, 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 so it's, it's a relatively new game. new game, but it's like a NES, NES-inspired Metroidvania, or as I like to call them, backtracking adventures, um, <laughs> because there's a lot of backtracking and adventuring. But yeah. uh, so so uh, because it was your choice of game, I think you should tell me what you think of it to start with. It's a, it's a very very good game. Just putting it simply, I highly recommend anybody to play it. It's um, it's not an easy game by by any stretch of the imagination. There's some very very tricky platforming in it. Well, you but... say that I played through the game as on my on my second playthrough. I thought it was very easy in comparison to my first playthrough. Because I had, I had a gun. Yeah, I've given that more to try. It's just ridiculous. The bosses die within seconds. I didn't get that far. I only just like walked along the screen a little bit. But yeah, I can imagine that helped me. Particularly that boss where you you need to fire projectiles back at it. Yeah, you just stand there and shoot it. Yeah, that 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 sounds like a lot easier. Cause I I struggled with that fight. I just couldn't get the timing down. But yeah, I, I finally beat that this morning. Uh, well, this afternoon on my lunch break. And um, yeah, very very good game. Very well made. It's I think it's quite clearly a, a labor of love. It's it's made by people that l- liked that era of gaming, passionate about it. And really wanted to like to do, put their sort of spin on it, but really like up the ante of like what can yeah. be done with a game like that because it's a very good looking game as well. There's very nice like um, background art, the power, there's been like really good parallax scrolling, like when you're walking along and you can see like the uh, the skyline and the trees are all like different layers. It's just it's just a bloody good looking game. Yeah, I completely agree. But I don't just agree. I'm not just going to agree with you on that. I'm going to also raise the fact that the music is also incredible.
Yes, very good music. One, um, I, I, one other thing I know, so kind of on, on in a music vein as well. The um, the achievements are all named after heavy metal songs. I didn't notice that. Like, they... um, yeah, they all are. Yeah, like um, "Hallowed Be Thy Name," which is a Iron Maiden song. Um, yeah. There's like Rain in Blood, which is Slayer. There's yeah. a Holy Diver by Dio. Holy is Diver. That, is it that one? Yeah. <laughs> one of them is like, one of them is actually is, is a is a uh, song by Guar. I forget which song it is now. I I and didn't like, even notice that, and I like some of these like songs. I like, yeah, I, I already noticed today. I was looking at that. I was like, these are all songs. <laughs> It, it makes sense. It makes sense that they've used heavy metal songs as uh, achievements because the game is based on like demons and stuff and yeah, yeah. metal satanic and yeah. stuff. So, like, did you get the right? Uh, spoiler alert: there is a, a, a system in, in place in the game where you can become good, evil, or like pure evil or pure good. And I personally had the pure good ending, uh, where you get, like, instead of fighting the final boss, you fight a different final boss. Yeah. And uh, so you you, uh, did that as well, because that dungeon was a bitch, man, compared to the rest of them, because there's so many other bosses to fight throughout. Yeah, you refight a lot of the older bosses, very much like like, like a Mega Man game, where you've got got the boss rush at the end, because you you do refight most of the old bosses, and there's a couple of new ones, there's like a big sort of worm creature that like, there's a big sort of laser blast, that, that was new. But I, I was reading up on it though. Um, apparently, like every ending you get contributes toward your completion percentage. All right. And when you, when you get a completion percentage of over ninety four, you know the guy who does the exorcism. Yeah. That, that Gregor, I think he was called. He, he, he well, after he does the exorcism, I think he mentions something about like speaking to him later. If you yeah. Go back to him with ninety four percent completion. He unlock you unlock like the 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 real end boss, I believe. All oh, right, so there's another end boss again. Yeah, you've you've, you've got to, but you've got to, I think I think you've got to beat the game all four times and get all four endings. So the regular good, regular evil, ultimate good, ultimate evil. Well, that shouldn't be each, too difficult if you one. play through with a gun because it's quicker. Plus, you can um, you can you can put the uh. Because I, I I got a list of all those game genie codes because it, it well again spoiler it's it's got a built-in game genie called the game wizard yeah and one of the game wizard codes in it is is the invisibility code ah uh, it's fine to just use our uh, like nice yeah you could you could just put the invincibility mode on I mean I've, I've beat it once I don't need to prove myself anymore exactly so if I go does it again, does I'm it like, include just... uh like one of the things in the game that is difficult. It increases the difficulty of the game then there's a lot of instant death pits yes there's a you lot can, of bottomless pits in it you can tend to see the pits it's not like in like in sonic games where it's like oh i'll fall down there and i'll be fine and you'll fall down and die it's usually uh like a, a pit of lava and you can see the lava and stuff or a pit yeah. of uh green goopy stuff again you drown so but I think it does, it doesn't really gel with like with the exploration side of things. So many yeah. deaths don't really blend well with with uh with, with the exploration and like the, the Metroidvania side of it. Yeah, exactly. And, and, it, and it becomes more and more frequent as it goes on. I think that that is one sort of flaw I would I would raise with it is that bottomless pits or like or fire pits or whatever become more and more common as the game goes on. Yeah. Definitely throughout the dungeons. Really, really tricky platforming. Um, but I can't remember what my point was now. My point was, um, does the invincibility cord stop you from dying in there? Do you just oh, walk along there? I it? don't know. I don't know. But one of, one of the cords is a jetpack. Ah, so you just fly around. <laughs> yeah. So you can like fly over pits. One of the cords gives you a chainsaw. Yeah? Yeah, one of them gives you a motorbike. Oh, 
play like Alex kid. Do 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 do. No, but the warbag's the warbag's weird. It's hard. It's hard to use because you. I think it just it just gives you like sudden bursts of speed. That's cool. I need to. Have, I'll have to have a look at the chords. The only the only chord I've used is the extreme gore chord. Oh, that's and ridiculous! Fuck me! I killed like one enemy. There was more blood coming out of that enemy than there was out of one of the bosses, which spray out yeah. loads of blood. It was awesome. Yeah, it's, it's ridiculous. But <laughs> for like an eight bit styled game, it is surprisingly very gory. Yeah, I would say that it's like. The goriest game I've played this year so far. <laughs> it's up there like, in terms of like gore with something like um, Robocop versus Terminator. Yeah, I love how they turn to like puddles of blood, like explode. Like oh, I love what's it. That, what's that boss in, in Inferno? I think it's like the second main boss, where it's, um, he's like he's, he's cut in two and all he's in, like, like all of his intestines are hanging out. Yeah. Like, yeah, is it, is it a, a gold, like a gold kind of knight or something? Who's like all yeah. his guts are hanging out? Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the one. It's uh, kind of like floating. It kind of reminds me of Mother Brain. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> not in terms of luck, but in terms of the way the fight is until it starts flying around. But weirdly, like, that's something else I, I kept saying while playing it is that the bosses are all pretty easy. Yeah, it's surprising it's how like, easy get... the bosses are in comparison to the rest of the game. Like getting to the bosses can be a pain in the arse but then when you actually reach it you're like oh because i think the only boss I, I i really had any bother with i died to the first boss a couple of times until i kind of got it there was um i struggled with that boss the, the the optional boss that you find in in some lady's basement where you've got to knock projectiles back at it because i couldn't get the timing right but eventually i was like I, I, it kind of it, it clicked with me and i did it there was a couple of bosses where didn't get how to hit them straight away. Like I, I, I would go in and start trying to wail on them, and I was like, "Oh shit, it's not doing any damage." Then I'd be like, "Ah, oh, right, you've got to wait for them to open the eye or something," and they'd have like a very specific weak point. And then once I'd twig where the weak point was, I would kill them on the next try. The, the last boss had took me a couple of attempts because it got to, it had some pretty nasty attacks. Like one in particular, like I, I know anyone who's played like these Castlevania games or the or those kind of retro games there's always knockback on the enemy attacks well the final boss in infernax one of its attacks causes knock forward so like if you're standing on the edge of the platform it actually knocks you forward so you so you fall off but other than that the most of the bosses it was like oh that was yeah it. yeah it's, it's surprising then again i like thinking about uh mega man for me like the levels were always more difficult than the bot, like the robot masters. Like especially as soon as you get like the right weapon for the right robot master, yes. you'll be fine. And while it obviously isn't like that in the sense of you get like a power that will help you beat a boss, basically just smash living fuck out of them in the weak spot till they die. Um, it's it, it it reminds me of that in that the level is very difficult. The bosses. Are generally quite quite easy. Yeah, that's, um, that's a fair point, actually. Yeah, um, but that's just my opinion. When I played through the Mega Man X games, I think I was like, "Nah, the bosses are harder than the levels for the first like two or three. Because <laughs> yeah, because haven't they like with the Mega Man series? Haven't they, I, I, I don't know if I'm right in this, but I'm I'm sure they sort of toned down the 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 boss weakness element a little bit as the series went on. I don't know. Um, I don't think so. I just I think in some of the games the weaknesses don't do as much damage as the older games, but they still do more damage than the 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 pellets. Yeah, is, it, is it from? Is it Mega Man Three where they introduced the charge shot? Yeah, because I, 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 I know I've read a lot of people think that like when they introduce the charge shot, that again kind of diminishes the whole element of using specific weapons because you can just use the charge shot most of the time yeah I, I, I get that but the charge shot is still a lot slower than using yeah, uh, I, I always use it so, exactly yeah. use the, the, but whatever the weakness is but I think, I'm not sure if it's 4 because no it's 2 because in 1 there's like nothing in 2 there's the charge shot in 3 they added the slide I don't sure, know I'm, no, I'm I sure don't the know. charge shot's added in 3 
three, is there? Yeah, two. two was the one where you could just get away with using the metal blade. Yeah. Just destroy everything like, with it, more like or less. Even it's even like the the guy who gives you it, like when you when you have the rematch with Metal Man, that the metal blade like kills him in a couple of hits. Yeah, it's, it's way OP. <laughs> yeah, it really is. Yeah. Um, but speaking of Infernax, uh, as we were, um, is Immortal the final boss of giant tits? Yeah, well, it's, it's Baphomet. Uh, that, that's what Baphomet looks like. Ah, right. I thought that that Baphomet was meant. Was um, it was, it's a Templar thing. I think it's just like a made-up god. Uh, it's because like I think people just made up that like the Templars worship this god Baphomet to like sort of discredit them because because the, the, the Knights Templar were, were like kind of originally like Christian related. They were like like a kind of secret order within the church, but like. They got a bit too powerful, also, I believe, and so to discredit them, make them seem like a bunch of like dodgy characters, this, people started spreading propaganda that they worship this this god called Baphomet, who was just made up, basically. Yeah, and right. Like a, so, and, it, and it's like a sort of a goat with big tits. <laughs> pretty much. Uh, right. Goat, goat-headed demon with big tits. Yeah, I was like, are they tits or they meant? Are they? I wasn't sure if it was like because the, the the game is really well, like uh, visually really well done, like the 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 sprites and all that. So I was unsure if the sprite work was a bit wonky. It was just like really <laughs> weird shaped chest, or if they were actual tits. No, they are. They are definitely breasts. <laughs> look up like a if you Google like what Baphomet looks like, and and, and it, it is like um. It's like a cross-legged um, goat demon with wings and, and large breasts. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, I really enjoyed the game though. And I like I played through it twice. I've played through once normally and once as uh, using the Konami code uh, to become Maxim Gun or whatever his name is. Uh, oh, that's actually really cool because when you, when you do that, because like it, um, it just it, it, it even jumps like Contra. Yeah. Yeah, with like the, the somersault. Yeah, the somersault jump from Contra. What, what's interesting is like, similarly to like say like Zelda, where you got like you get a different, slightly different game if you put if you put your name in as Zelda when you beat it. They do they do something like that, don't they? Where like you put you you, you unlock a book when you finish the game. Yeah, it's got like some like limited information about stuff like artwork and, and that sort of thing if memory serves yeah but then it, it also says oh why not try entering this as your name and you can like pl- play as different like, different characters it's a bit like what you can do in um uh, symphony of the night like when you when you once you finish symphony of the night it'll say why not enter your name as this i think you enter your name as um Richter. Richter, yeah. And yeah. You, you, play Rick, you play Richter mode. And then when you beat Richter mode, it'll be, you, I think you can then play Maria mode as well. Yeah, I think so, yeah. Well, you play as Maria. So it's a bit like that. I, I, I gave that new character a try and I wasn't keen on it. I didn't I didn't like how you've got to like wait for the for the magic to charge. Yeah, I think that'll be uh, more interesting the further you play with like having more mana and you must, you must stuff. You must get like different attack spells because, like, because you start off with like with like a sort of a fireball attack with with like it's like, it's like a wizard that you unlock up. up yeah, up. yeah. And yeah, you you start off with just with a fireball, but then yeah, you, you can't just use it all the time. You've got to wait for your for your meter to fill. So yeah, I, I assume you must get different spells, the different attack spells to use. Yeah, I, I'm assuming that's the case, but. I, I, I've only done, like, the first boss with that character. Uh, I know there are more characters, but I don't oh, know anything about more, them. Yeah, there's quite yeah, a lot. I, I, wow, because I'm, yeah, I am a thing at some point, of, like I said, with having those cheat codes in it, just doing some multiple playthroughs, trying to get the other endings. Particularly, I want to see what, like, how the game pans out differently if you just you're a dick because you can you can do some mad stuff in it. There's like you meet you meet these evil characters who are like, oh, um go to the church and like destroy the the holy book that they keep there and stuff like that or there'll be there'll be, there'll be a guy who'll try and get you to break a dam to like to flood some lo- like some villages yeah it it sounds like you can you can be a bit of a bastard <laughs> how about you burn this village i 
okay. Yeah, as long as I want you to burn all the villages, which I did by accident. I, I did accidentally burn one of the villages. Like when I, when I, I, I well, spoiler alert, you, you cast the, the, the lightning spell while standing in a village and it all just catches fire. But I, I did it because one of the villages has mo- is full of monsters and I just I just cast the the lightning spell tr- to kill the monsters quickly. And then I was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> That's a start, I, like... Yeah, yeah, definitely. I'd saved recently. I was like, oh, yeah, I'll just, I'll just yeah. save that. That, well, that wasn't to happen. <laughs> I've had two glitches on the game, right? Um, really? Speaking of, yeah. One was when I was in a dungeon fortunately it didn't really affect much i tried jumping up off of, uh, like do the spikes that fall down and you could jump on them kind of like in castlevania but without yeah. being able to jump on them <laughs> i think oh yes yeah so i jumped on that and then i tried jumping up onto a platform above it and for some reason i like warped through the wall and fell back down onto the floor oh wow i don't see anything like that so luckily that and that was the only time i've seen it and the other one is when you have to do this certain mission you speak to someone, say you're ready, and then a door gets busted in, and then you enter the area and kill the people inside. Well, yes. I accidentally spoke to the guy again as I was trying to enter the door. Okay. And what happened there was, is uh, he said, are you ready? And I was like, oh, yeah, I'll say yes again. And then I walked to where you stand, uh, like automatically walked to where you stand before they smashed the door in. My character was just stuck there. I couldn't move. I couldn't do anything. Oh, wow. So I had to like restart, like reload my save, which meant I had to like kill a couple of people again, which was fine because I turned the, yeah, the gore on and it was funny. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's really weird. I did it. Um, there's, there's a cool little Easter egg in it. Um, there's, there's an achievement for it. You know, in um, in Castlevania 2, where there's a, there's a bit where you've got a kneel next to a wall until yeah. a tornado comes and takes you away. You can do that. <laughs> All right. Well, wall is that? I'll have to do that. It's it's near the um, the graveyard area. There's like, if you if you go where the graveyard is, you kind of go back to the main road above it, and then walk as far left as you can. There's like a set of like steps, and then a big wall in front of you. and You can't really go any further. If you crouch next to that for about ten seconds, the uh, the tornado comes along. That's cool. Yeah. Um. We're going to have to wrap up soon, as I wanted to try and keep this to roughly an hour um, instead of uh, the other podcast that we sometimes on, uh, that we sometimes do, uh, which is like three hours long. (laughs) (laughs) But um, yeah, um, I I must admit, I really enjoyed it. I'm glad you actually mentioned it uh, because uh, it's definitely like... One of the games this year I've enjoyed the most. I'm, I'm actually, I think for me, I'm actually going to say it's my, my, my game of the year so far. Which is uh, really cool. I've, I've not played a lot of new releases this year. I think in terms of new releases, I've only played Elden Ring, the Turtles, Shredder's Revenge, and and that. And I, I think actually of the three, I, I think Infernax is the one that I've enjoyed the most so far. That's fair enough. It's it, it's just a great game. I've uh, like I'm, I've I'm I've played a lot. I, I, I'm, glad, I'm glad I heard of it. Yeah, I haven't played a lot of new games this year, but like generally speaking, even the games that are from before this year, I've enjoyed it more than a lot of them. But uh, yeah. Um, Actually, no. I, 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 sorry, I've also played um, Iuden Chronicles. That that was also a new release this year. But yeah, that, and that was like that was that, that was really good, but also really tedious in places. Yeah, I remember you saying a lot of side stuff. You have to repeatedly yeah, do. Everyone, everyone's got like stupid little side quests for you to do, and it just got boring. That's, yeah. that's the thing with the first as well. That, that that's got a lot of side quests, but like they're all quite fun to do. Yeah, like it'll lead you to they all lead you to like extra bosses and stuff. And it's, it's again, it's all stuff you could quite easily ignore because you could just go for like. I'll beat the five main dungeons and move on, but I think do playing it that way, you, you're missing out on so much. Yeah, and it's it's not like it's uh, it's definitely not tedious in this. Like, the, no, it, it's really not. But and there's always a reward, so you get like you get the the best gear is like is like kind of hid hidden behind side areas. There's like there's abilities like you don't the the downward slash attack that that's hidden in, in like a hidden area. You get like you can get some of your spells have upgrades. Like you, you get like a shield spell quite early on. One of the side quests gets you an upgrade for that. Where as well as 
uh, giving you a shield, it, um, it heals you a tiny little bit. So you, there is also a heal spell which costs one one amount of mana. But then if you only want like a little heal, you can get away with using the shield spell, which has a little bit of a heal as well. Mm. And not just that, then if you need to use it and you're low on mana, that'll cover a little bit of health for you. It means yeah. you have less health taken off you when you hit next. So yeah, yeah. It, it, it is definitely worth seeking out the side quests. The, the, yeah. the rewards are always worthwhile. Yeah. One thing you said on your stream when I was watching you play is you said, this is like a good Zelda 2. <laughs> yeah, the way I, I, I described that game, it's, it's if Zelda 2 and Castlevania 2 had a baby and it grew up to be a good game. <laughs> there you go. That, that's Infernax. It, it takes the, the what's good about those two games and, yeah. just, and, it, and it cuts out all the crap. Exactly. I, I completely agree with you, man. But uh, I think we're going to end it here as we've been going for an hour and five minutes. Sweet. And um, we will be back uh, in a fortnight. Uh, I think uh, I'll be having a different guest on uh, called Ubelian if things goes to plan. But uh, come Danes, I would definitely like for you to come back on and keep us updated on your Mass Effect playthrough. Yeah, definitely. I'll be, be honoured. Thank you very much. Bye-bye. In a bit.